0: Hello, football fans, and welcome back to View from the Sideline podcast. Coming up this week, we take a look back at the action from the first weekend of the Premier League season, with City and Liverpool picking up where they left off, the introduction of VAR causing lots of talking points, which it was meant to remove, and we take a look at how the major summer signings performed. Pete is back testing our knowledge with his teaser. Chris has a new feature with his staff the weekend, and the EFL review and the predictions challenge are back for another season. Football is back, so let's get started. Hello everyone and welcome back to View from the Sideline podcast. Uh, we're back for our second season and this is episode number one. Uh, we've managed to keep hold of our free agent. He was out of contract but uh, we've given him a little pay rise, and he's back with us. Chris, how you doing? I'm all right, Rich. Yourself? Yeah, I'm good. Yeah, yeah. Glad you signed back up. <laughs> I was a bit worried. I was worried you were going to go on a free transfer to a what? to a rival podcast, but we managed to get you to stay. <laughs> right, yeah, I'm here, and a uh, lot to talk about today. Yeah. So uh so yeah, so we've just had the first weekend of the new Premier League season, so we will be taking a look at uh the major talking points really from, from the weekend's game. So we will be touching on um all ten of the matches. Uh but first of all, we are gonna go straight into Pete's teaser. So again, uh we've managed to retain uh Pete for another he's season. Not, he's not on more money than me, is he? His contract isn't better than minors. There's a uh, Sort of employee confidentiality. I can't. I cannot confirm or deny that. I'm afraid. Um, so yeah, bit of a bit of a new twist on it this year. Uh, so we've actually got um, audio from Pete. So rather Pete's than uh, he has, he has. He you can, can put a voice to the name. So rather than us reading the question out, uh, Pete's actually sent it in. So here is this week's teaser.
1: Okay, Rich. This week's question. Which country from outside the UK has provided the Premier League with most
0: players? Okay, I, I didn't expect it to be that tricky. I was kind of hoping that he would uh, ease us in a bit gently this year. but Really, considering how many countries, <laughs>
1: how yeah. many countries there are
0: outside the UK. But I think we can probably whittle it down to a few, but... Wait and see. Well, yeah, we can will it down, but um, we'll get it right. Anyway, we'll see. So, we'll uh, we'll be having a go at the teaser at the end of today's episode, and if in doubt, we'll have to bring the search engine out and uh, admit defeat. So, we'll go into the Premier League review. Uh, so, we'll start at the London Stadium. West Ham against last year's champions, Manchester City. Uh so i guess there's there's the football bit uh with how good city were uh and then there's there's the var bit so uh chris what do you think so var yeah uh, what's, your, what's your thoughts on it in 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 this game in particular well it, it's it's served its necessary purpose i would say
1: um obviously there was two big decisions in in var the first one obviously the disallowed goal and then obviously the penalty having to be retaken um, for encroaching, but how many times does encroaching happen when a player has taken a penalty? Yeah, you know, it happens all the time. It, it just, it just seems like this could be a, a weekly occurrence where a team take a penalty and then have to retake
0: it because someone has run into the box. But, do you not feel that because it happened on the first weekend of the season it might actually stop it because I'll, I'll be on, I'll be it, yeah. I'll be honest with you when I was watching when I was watching match of the day I thought it had been uh the decision had been made to retake it because Fabianski was off his line so that's why I thought it had, it had been ordered to be retaken so it wasn't sort of until later on that I actually realized it was because of the encroachment yeah but but it's because Declan Rice was the one in the area. But I think there was—I think there was three or four. Yeah, well, he was the only one. <laughs> but it's because he then touched the ball, isn't it? Yeah. So that's why it was ordered to be retaken. And yeah. I think there was a. There's been a lot of noise from the fans that, not just on this one, but I think I think the, I think the Sterling offside one was the only one that was shown on the big screen, in the actual stadium. I think the oh, others right, they yeah. weren't. They weren't totally sure, but no, uh, but you know, it, it, you can't really
1: go against technology. This is the thing; you can't argue <laughs> that the decision's wrong because it's, it's not wrong. You know, that's you know, that's what it's there for: it's to to, to catch these things and stop them from happening. But away from VAR, uh, Man City just really picking up. You know, they did not waste any time picking up where they left off last season. Raheem Sterling, you know, it just seems to be getting better and better each. I know we've only seen one game this season, but score a hat
0: trick, you know, that's no, you
1: know, that's nothing to, 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 to feel bad about. But, I, uh, you know, they I, th- were... I think
0: I think with Sterling, there was probably about eighteen, eighteen months, two years ago when he was missing sitters pretty much every yeah. week, was not he? Uh, and if you look at what he's what he's like now, I mean, I think. Even after one game, I think he's favourite for the golden boot already. I, just I think, think he, he's he's going to score he, a bag for this. Yeah, season.
1: I think since Guardiola's gone there, he's definitely suited the style of play that Guardiola plays a lot better than obviously what Pellegrini was before him. But um,
0: yeah, you know, you can't really argue a five now. <laughs> well, I mean, I, <laughs> yeah. I, I thought I thought that from a new signing perspective, I thought Rodri was brilliant. I think he's. Oh, yeah, yeah ready made for when fernandinho sort of i'm not sure i'm not sure if it's it's a contract thing but i i've i've read that he's he's leaving at the end of the season i don't know if that's definite but he is ready made for him and oh, yeah. i thought i thought Kyle walker was had, had a brilliant game and i know that they've signed a new right back so there's probably a yeah, bit more pressure on him but his pace for the first goal was just unreal he just right, left but, the defender I mean, for dead yeah, he's um,
1: got I think it's good though for him to have a bit of competition. Uh, Cancelo is is probably one of the best right backs in the world, so you know. They look good. They, out, look, yeah.
0: they look very good. And it it's it's difficult to disagree with what Pep said around when it's sort of City, uh Liverpool, uh and Spurs and Man City B, I think he said for the title. But if you look at their if you look at their second eleven, I mean I I think it'd have a pretty decent shot in the that. title. It's such a good side. Um whether their focus will be on a Champions League or not this year, but I still think it will. Um I, I think yeah, they I mean got... we'll we'll come on to Liverpool, but I'm I'm yeah. picking City for the title again. Yeah. And man. that was before, that was before that game. Yeah. So yeah, so off to Anfield. So the Friday night game, so the first the first game of the season. Um I guess the major talking point would be the injury to Allison. I think he's he's out for four to yeah, eight weeks, which is a so, huge blow for Liverpool. Yeah,
1: so he obviously he came off, and luckily they literally just signed a new keeper in the Adrian. So I don't, I don't think he would have expected to be playing this soon. But um Liverpool first half, which. Is, you know, they were phenomenal, but I have to say the new rule where you can pass, your keeper can pass inside the box for it just wasn't working for Norwich. Every time they did it, they just didn't Liverpool were just pressing them so high up, Norwich just couldn't get it out and they were just pumping long balls and losing the ball first half. It's just
0: they were terrible. Well, really, really bad. Just on that, Chris, so when I was uh um Tottenham last week into Milan I didn't realise that that rule would come in. Yeah, and sure. in the first half, the <clears throat> excuse me, the, the two Spurs centre backs were on the corner of the six yard box, and I was thinking, what are they doing? What I don't understand <laughs> what they're doing, and then sort of Spurs persisted with this yeah, short yeah. with this short goal kick, but then it's almost like. Um, you know, like in a training drill, when they're doing that, they're doing the passing inside, like yeah, yeah. The little squares with the cones. It's so risky. Um, it I'm it's just heart, just just boot it up there. Stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's I, I, like it, it was weird. It was very weird seeing it. And like I, I pers- said, I didn't realise it was. At all. Yeah, I, I personally wouldn't
1: like to see it at Chelsea. I dodgy as they are at the moment, but it, 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 Norwich just looks so vulnerable doing it, and. They haven't really spent anything in the transfer window either, so they're, you know, they've stuck pretty much the same side. They got the striker, they've got obviously the guy that did score the goal. He he does look good. Um, and to be fair, second half Norwich actually were a lot better, and don't you know. So I think Liverpool. I but I couldn't I couldn't figure out if Norwich were better or Liverpool just stepped off the gas and went really. You know, yeah well
0: I mean so so for me I will sort of obviously we're going to cover every game but I'll obviously include Norwich because they got promoted but I, I think all three of the promoted sides and fair play to them they've gone into the first weekend of the Premier League season playing the same brand of football that they did in the Championship and the same yeah, brand yeah. of football that's got them promoted yeah. now I think that to me, the first half, although Liverpool was well, they were 4 0 up at half-time, weren't they? But the first 15-20 minutes, it actually showed, in my opinion, how fragile that Liverpool's defence can be. Yeah, there's there's not many teams, and even if you think over the last sort of two seasons, teams like United, teams like Chelsea, they they've gone to Anfield and they've almost parked the bus, or they've gone with a defensive mindset norwich did not do that at all and they went out all guns blazing and they could have had two or three in the first half i mean maybe a a, a bit more of a the ball rolling a bit better for them or a bit better finishing or the sort of the a move falling down in the final third i actually thought that, that norwich had a decent first half Second half, uh, the game was pretty much over. I, I do think Liverpool took their foot off the gas a little bit. Yeah, but but it is. I, I think they they do look vulnerable at the back a little bit. Um, I think Robertson and Alexander Arnold are so good going forward, but I'm not I'm not convinced defensively. <laughs> and I, I think that just on the title, just quickly because we've obviously covered City, but the reason i think city will win the season is uh, that the the league this season is because liverpool played out of their skins last year and i almost think that that was their maximum and i'm so not I sure think, they yeah. i'm not sure they can match it again um and it's not it's not just purely on one game you you can't really judge much on one game but I think if if you go to, if you go to Anfield this year and you get at Liverpool if you attack them I think that I think there is a bit of vulnerability there.
1: I'd say, obviously they got Van Dijk, but they don't have that second centre back. I think that's good enough. I know they play Gomez, but I didn't think he was. You know he's still young, still got a bit of learning. Yeah. I've heard that Lovren's probably leaving.
0: Yeah, Jordan I've heard European it. Is yeah, is it so. Roma? Romery might be going yeah, to. there's a few but, clubs I think. But... but Gomez was the the sort of the starting centre back like, the beginning of last season till he got injured. Yeah, I think he played yeah, up until about December. Yeah. But I was um, surprised Matic I... didn't play. But uh, well,
1: yeah, he played quite well in the Community Shield when he came on. But
0: yeah, but it's good to see Norwich in the Premier League. If they keep playing that way, I think. I personally think they'll stay up but we'll have to wait and see uh, so Spurs villa it was a bit squeaky bum for a while um,
1: <laughs> but
0: a same with Norwich I thought Villa played really well I thought they they sort of went out with an attacking mindset I don't think the the fact that they were going to Spurs on the first day their first sort of game back in the Premier League I don't think it uh, was I don't think it sort of affected them. Um, I think for, I mean, Ericsson changed the game. I mean, there's, there's a lot of talk with Ericsson at the moment. Personally, as a Spurs fan, Do you think I think he'll go. Well, the, the success of Spurs's summer spending or summer transfer activity depends on Ericsson, in my opinion. Um, I think he will stay, but I think he will stay because at the end of the season when he's on a free it he's it, it, he's gonna be quids in yeah, yeah uh there's gonna be a host of top european clubs lining up if he's on a free and same with like aaron ramsey he will he will make that up in wages and he will he will he will get an offer that spurs just cannot match i'd be really surprised if, if spurs managed to tie him down again um but he changed the game uh and I think that if he stays, if he's if if the European window shuts and he's still at Spurs, I think it actually gives us a pretty good shot at winning a trophy this year. If he goes, I think mm. I almost feel like it puts us a step back. I mean, the Celso, I haven't seen an awful lot of him. He's been with with current Spurs players. He's almost compared to Lamella um so not necessarily an ericsson type player but but we'll have to see um for for me the the best signing and when like, last week when i was there for for the inter milan game uh ndombele he was he was amazing he was immense he is without doubt in my opinion the, the best signing we've made this summer he's an animal he is um almost like really compliments Sissoko soko yeah. Um he he reminds me a bit when I saw him he reminds me a bit of Wilson Palacios, the way he moves around the pitch but he's just better he's just a he's just a, <laughs> he does he's, the, um... he's just a better player he, he he's, like he's a got quality, a bit of everything yeah he he's, looks like he's a got, quality got a bit side. of everything. his goal
1: was good as well um I would say up until Alex came on He did, you know, Tottenham did struggle to to create in the final third, I thought. Um, And I thought when he came on, like you said, I thought he did change the game. I think think letting him go, I think, would be the wrong thing to do. Um, But like you said, I think if you can get another season out of him, I think you'd be pretty happy with that. Depending if you want money for him, you might have to sell him in January. But um, I think he's key that he stays there because... I did think you struggled, but I thought Villa defended quite well up until he started scoring quite a few goals. Um, but, yeah, you know, Villa did well. Um, last 15 minutes, Tottenham, you know, were really, really good. Um, but, yeah, Dombele, in-
0: it- he looks like a quality sign-in. It'd be interesting to see what he does with Eriksen on Saturday away at Man City, whether he starts him or whether he's on the bench again. I think he'll start... But I mean, you've you've got La Salso, you've got Cessignon, you've got Deli Alley, Son suspended, but Vertonghen. Um, I've read today that he was left out because of fitness concerns, not injury. They they just weren't happy with his fitness levels, apparently. So um, read into that what you will, but that that I don't think that's by any stretch of best start in 11. Um, no. just, just quickly, I, I'm glad Danny Rose stayed. I mean, I, I did hear on deadline day that he was he was at Watford's training at Watford, ground, didn't he? <laughs> which, would, which would have been a strange move for me, but I really like Danny Rose and I'm not sure whether Sessegnon's won for the future or he's going to play him a bit more advanced down the left-hand side, but I'm glad Danny Rose stayed. So, yeah, good win for Spurs. Um, City up next, we'll, we'll that, that, I mean, that's your test, isn't it? We'll we'll see how far oh, we've man. come. Second game in, but we can't avoid it, Chris. Old Trafford, Castle, uh, uh, what? Uh, man United, Chelsea. Didn't, so didn't see it, mate. <laughs> look, I mean, you you you're a better place to give an opinion on this okay. than I am. But right. I just, I've, my question would be: so two points. When I looked at the starting lineups, maybe even for both sides, but maybe more Chelsea, I thought that's the weakest Chelsea side I've seen in a long time. And secondly, and I know you've blamed FIFA for the defeat. <laughs> you've you've blamed this is all off air, you've blamed FIFA, you've blamed the FA, you've blamed oh, you've blamed a it's lot really- of people. Where's your goals coming from? Where are Chelsea's goals going to come from? Tommy, Tommy Abraham. Where he's a, a, nothing to get. He's not going to get you ten, fifteen goals this season.
1: You don't know that until until uh, look.
0: Right here we go. So, yes, the team was. I'm putting I'm putting you on a timer, Chris. <laughs> the um. <laughs> Obviously, when you looked
1: at the team sheet, yes, it is, you know, not the strongest side you're going to get. But, you know, we have got players still to come back. Obviously, kanté did come on. Rudiger's coming back. Williams almost coming back. So we've got we've got players there. You've got hudson Adoy and um, Loftus-Cheek probably be coming back in November, December time. So, you know, these, <laughs> these aren't goal
0: scorers, though.
1: Yeah, but they're five. They're going to be five key players for us this this season. Mm-hmm. You know, they might. You know, we are going to need them. And you know, I thought. I thought to be fair, well, I didn't think personally it was a. Four, it was a. I thought four 0 was quite flattering for United. To be honest with you, because the first fifty-seven, fifty-eight minutes of the game, we were probably the better side.
0: You know, we hit the post twice in the first half. What about Zuma, though? I mean, that that's a poor mm. challenge for me. That yeah. that's uh, that that that's sort of a almost a schoolboy error. But, yeah. but but I to think, your point, yeah. when you're on top, you're you're on top of the yeah. match.
1: Yeah.
0: You're having the possession. You're having the play. I, I think by that point, you'd hit the post once or twice, or at least twice. once. Yeah. And then he gives away a penalty. Uh, no need for VAR there, in my opinion. No,
1: no, it was a uh, fun. It was it was silly, you know. And then probably.
0: they they hit you they hit you on the break. I mean, this on, on Sky thing. after was Sunes was quite. Well, I thought he was relatively scathing about Aspeliqueta, about his defending. He, I think he blamed him for the second and third or third problem. and fourth you know, goals. It was,
1: it was four mistakes that cost us. You know, they were all You can't,
0: you can't afford to do that when were. you're not.
1: When there's yeah, no goals. yeah, I understand that, but you know, I don't. I wouldn't say Man United played that great. I wouldn't say that the build ups to their goals were great. I'd say it was more mistakes on our point half and anything that it was their counter-attacking that they couldn't deal with. You know, it goes 2 0 There's a slight glimmer of hope that you can get back into it, but then straight away they get the third and game over. Really, then.
0: But yeah, well, I mean, j- yes. just on the counter-attacking bit, I guess this is the—I mean, two things. I thought Harry Maguire played pretty good, to be honest. I thought he—he complements Lindelof pretty well, and Wamba Basaka, I mean, I think he could be the sign of the summer. Um, Luke Shaw, jury's probably still out, but Pogba. I mean, Pogba's the pivot for me when when United are on the counter. When you've got the pace of Martial and Rashford up front. And then uh, the new signing is it James David Jertner? the the guy from Swansea whose Brent name James? Yeah, I mean he's he's rapid as well, but Pogba's got that range of pass where they yeah. they can turn an attack in defense into attack really quickly, and that is going to be their that's going to be their biggest weapon this year. Yeah.
1: I'd if, say...
0: if he stays, if if he goes, United's midfield is. Worse than mm, average. Well, <laughs> it's it's aver- If he goes, good. if he goes, it's average at best. United, United I, think, my I think United.
1: I think United need needed to buy another striker as well. That's they quite scored average. four
0: past you, Chris. That's that's a bold <laughs> st- that's a bold statement.
1: I'm saying that, but they can't. They're not going to be able to rely on Rashford if he gets injured. What are they going to do then?
0: Well. I think that's the case with a lot of teams. If Liverpool lost Salah, Mane, or Firmino for a, for a period of time, they're going to struggle. If Spurs lose Kane, if City lose anyone, they're fine. But uh, we'll move on before you before you start blaming me for for Chelsea's defeat. I think I'm the you only know, one on the list you, you haven't thing, yet blamed.
1: I, I blame myself because I, I missed the first fifty minutes of the match, and as soon as I turned it on. Within five minutes, we your free
0: to talk. Wow, I shouldn't, I shouldn't I, bother. I can, I can imagine Lampard on the sideline telling the players that you've tuned in, yeah. and then they just switched off. Right. Oh, yeah. So, uh, Saint James's Park, Newcastle Arsenal. Um, no new signings uh, started the game for Arsenal, but they did have, they did have some young players in from the start, which I. Th- think shows a good move from memory really um obviously uh about with the goal great goal well-taken goal yeah. he's got 33 goals in 50 well, premier league appearances he's, which is he's in my dream team but he that, that's really good <laughs> That is really good. I mean, Newcastle, couple new sign-ins. Um, I thought they played quite well Newcastle. I they? did. I was
1: surprised. Right, su- we, um, we had our first obvious dive of the season as well, by Ormeron.
0: <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. Oh, oh that, that was a beaut. That was a beaut, wasn't it? I, um, but, I yeah, I was surprised by Newcastle, but in a positive way, because you and I had a conversation a week or so ago, and I was zooming in and in about Newcastle for the drop, and, um, I don't. I sort of. I mean, I slowly came a, came away from that idea. Um, Andy Carroll. I I think that could end up being a, a, a half decent move, but David Luiz. That that was a bit left field, David Luiz. from nowhere, not right, Yeah, which makes me think he was a driving force behind it. I'm not sure whether Lampard had I said so. you're not in my plans. I. Mm. But, I mean, £8 million for him. I mean, he's got a mistake in him. But when he's good, he's he's pretty good. I'm not sure he's the out-and-out out sort of John Terry, uh, sort of throw-your-body-on-the-line defender if that I'm, maybe Arsenal need. But yeah, he's going to give them something.
1: Oh, yeah. But if I'm honest, out of the other three defenders that we've got, if you line them up, I probably would have said out of the four of them... I'd rather David
0: Luiz goes than any of the others. So, yeah, and Pepe wasn't... looks good. Pepe looks good for Arsenal. Yeah, he, he's going to yeah. be a decent and Tierney at left back. I know he had a bit of a, a bit of a sort of stop-start season last year with injuries, but he's going to be a decent player. And I know we published our predictions for top four, mm. and the, the fact that United sort of won four nil. Maybe reassured me a bit, but I think Arsenal have got a decent shot at top four. They, I, I think they've probably had the best transfer with considering they had no money. Yeah, they bought a lot the, of quality players uh, in. I'd still say the defense,
1: probably. I know they've bought David Louise, but I don't think that really helps. Them. Well, no,
0: he's not going to short, he's not going to sort of make them into like a, oh. a fortress at the back, but. They look good going forward, Arsenal. But yeah, one nil, Bamiang, I'm sure that's not the uh, the the last time we'll be talking about him scoring. But I think Newcastle will be safe. But I, I I fancy Arsenal for um to have a shot at the top four. So Leicester, Wolves, King Power Stadium. A
1: R Yeah.
0: Ruined his goal
1: but celebration. That this... didn't they, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> this is
0: this is the one for me. Yeah, this is yeah. The, and I'd I'd like to get your opinion on it. So, the the West Ham Man City, you can understand them. Yeah, the right decisions are made. I do not get this handball. I don't. So... I I don't get. So I, I get the rule. So, so this isn't this isn't a VAR problem in my opinion. It's a problem with the rule. So it's not VAR. All VAR is doing is confirming, confirming that the ball that touched, touched the hand. hand the yeah, the, yeah, the yeah. law that if the ball touches the hand, it's a handball. That's not the VAR problem. But it, it, if I was a Wolves fan, and I know Connor Cody was pretty passionate in the interview <laughs> after the match, I'd be fuming. In my and it's it's almost like Sissoko in the Champions League final. There is a lot of bias here being a Spurs fan. That's not a handball for me. What do you think? Mm,
1: I think that the problem is because the the referee didn't see it. So last season they would have got the goal, but because there is this backup with VAR now, it's that's, a, it that's is, the whole point, is, isn't it? Yeah, it is so going to change. It's it. going to change things like this, and. Um, where people have necessarily, it, it The thing is, I I guess the rule is if it touches your hand, it's handball, isn't it? There's no. I know he's only literally like a couple of centimeters away from. There's not really a lot you can do about it, but
0: you know, uh, it's,
1: but, it's, but hard. it's that...
0: hard. It's hard. It's not. So so just to just to sort of merge two games into one. So Watford, Brighton. So Brighton are one nil up. Watford have a free kick on the edge of the area. Glenn Murray jumps as part of the wall, and it hits his hand yeah, or yeah. hits hits his arm. But because his arms aren't in an unnatural position, that's that's not handball. I, I don't understand the difference. So when the, when the Wolves players jumped, I, I, if I remember rightly, it's hit his it, it's hit his hand, hit his head and then fall to the floor and then and then the players put it in. It, yeah. But surely that's that's no worse than being in a defensive wall. And Yeah, admittedly, Glenn Murray's hands aren't above his head, but they're still sort of chest height. I just so I, sorry I, I, just, I, I don't know what the difference is. This, this is the only thing that... And I'm not blaming VAR. I, I actually think overall yeah. VAR was was pretty successful. It's just... It's just the rule on that, but... The Wolves
1: manager came out and he did say that a player's not supposed to celebrate goals anymore until it's been confirmed. And then that kind of takes the spirit of the goal celebration out of...
0: That's that's what they said at Man City. But I think what what he also said was that you've got one set of fans cheering because they think they've scored then you've got the other set of fans cheering when the goal is disallowed. And I think that's what he was saying. takes That's not the spirit of the game. Yeah. But, I don't know. But you, you, You're you not going to remove that from football. But nope. um, Two evenly matched sides. Just last year on that, I really like the look of Leicester's front four. So, uh, Tillemans, uh, Perez, Vardy and Maddison. Although they none of them ironically had the best game against Wolves, but I really like those front four. And I think they're going to be, they're going to be decent this year under Rogers Wolves. It's the Europa League thing that I do worry about a little bit for them. I wonder if they're going to struggle a bit more this season yeah, badly. But yeah, could do. So, uh, Watford V Brighton, um, just quick, I'm mean, surprised result for me, but fair play to Brighton. They, <laughs> yeah, they they look the new mr. signings potter, looked yeah. good mr potter um, had a great
1: start he did what uh, i like um that guy that they've signed brighton the stroker, map map from Pete. brentford
0: yeah, yeah he's, he's got like good. 25 last season yeah, 25 goals i think that's he's in the he's championships good. really good
1: mm, good finisher he is uh, I, think, I think i think he'll actually do
0: quite well for them this season we well, we we've both them for relegation but we'll, we'll see Watford a little bit I'm not sure this season they haven't had a great transfer window but they were poor at the back really weren't they, they were... yeah speaking of poor at the back Southampton Burnley mm. or Burnley mm. Southampton mm. I should say very unburnley like result but they yeah. don't have they on the flip side with Wolves they don't have the Europa League distractions. Uh, I worry. I worry about Saints.
1: The thing with with Southampton was it, it's that that game against Burnley at the weekend is exactly how that they played at the start of last season. It's almost like that they've hit like a reset button on their defending because you know when Matey oh I can't say it, Husson Husson how, his name is when he came in on in um. Ralph Husenhartl. Husenhartl, when he came in in January, he, we he just call him Ralph. Ralph, yeah, Ralph. <laughs> uh, he kind of shored their defense up, and it's it's like they've gone back to how they defended when Mark Hughes was there. I, I just they uh, there's no glossing over it. They were terrible, and the thing is, Burnley and Southampton. I think we've probably both agreed before the game that we'd probably think that they'd struggle this season. Um, but now you're obviously looking at how Saints played, and it's those sorts of games against Burnley that you know they they should really be trying to get something out of. But you know, saying that Burnley, I thought they absolutely dominated the game. And I don't even think Burnley were at a You know, were, were in fifth gear. I'd say
0: they're in third or fourth gear. So I think I think Burnley will be right. Saints look light up front for me. <laughs> I know they've they've shined Che Adams from. Birmingham, Birmingham, I want to say. Yeah. <laughs> I he mean, was, he hasn't scored as many as Mapel. from. Well, no, I'm not good, sure whether he? I'm not sure whether he's going to sort of light the Premier League up. And I, I think they are a bit suspect defensively. I think I mean they've got Redmond, uh, Bertrand. I, I like the keeper Gun and Ward Prowse. I mean, he's a quality player, but surprised he, he, he Yeah, he he didn't seem to do anything in that game, and I I think there's. I don't know. For me, there's 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 what what I probably think will be the bottom three, and then there's probably three or four teams that I could just take one out of my selection and put another one in. So I, I think it's a. It'd be interesting to see how they go. Burnley will be okay, I think, but I'm not sure about Saints. Um, speak, yeah, speak, speaking of teams we've, we've put in relegation, so there's two here for me. Bournemouth, Sheffield United. Mm.
1: Um,
0: Good point for Sheffield United. and It was, yeah. Know,
1: great f- moment for Billy Sharp, really, because he's, he's been at Sheffield United for a while now, hasn't he? So obviously for him to uh, score... I think that's the... the yeah,
0: um, he's the highest scoring footballer in English football in the last decade or something now. Yeah something crazy like that yeah i I mean i've picked bournemouth to go down i know it's a bit sort of a bit of an out there prediction but i'm not convinced i think the 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 players that make them tick are are probably a bit inconsistent um i know callum wilson signed a new deal but and i know it's the first game of the season but i i I was pretty confident Bournemouth should win that. And that's nothing against Sheffield United, because, I mean, no. like we've said with with Villa and Norwich, they came out all guns blazing. Their, their, their full-backs are pretty high up the pitch. That just sort of tells you what sort of game that they're playing. Um, but point to point. Um, it's good to get a point on the board first game of the season. Uh, last, and probably least, um, I'm not sure if you, you would... Class this as an exciting nil-nil. Well, said Especially... the only real thing is Schneidling getting sent off. It
1: kind of livened it up slightly, but other than that, um, that wasn't just... even a straight red.
0: It was for two. It was for two the, yellows.
1: Uh, the only thing I'd say on this is, is the whole Zaha thingy. You know, obviously he came out saying that he wanted to leave in the summer. Um, Palace have clearly said no, he's not leaving, he's gonna stay, so he's Do you think he might go now.
0: abroad by the end of the month or do you think that's a no no? No, I d I don't think you I think, think that's think. it. No, I think and to be
1: fair, it's probably the best bit of business that Palace <laughs> did all summer, keeping I think it was key that they kept I I don't know, you know, he's a good player, um but from what I heard from Roy Hodgson over the summer it wasn't really his decision for Zaha to Stay or go. It was further up.
0: People uh, Yeah, I think but... when when you when you're talking about your marquee player, I think that's always going to be the case. I think that th- they are a completely different side without Zaha. Mm. I don't think there's any doubt about that. If he had gone, l- let's just say he'd gone deadline day and they hadn't had time to bring anybody else in. I think they'd be in in big in trouble, trouble. Palace. Yeah. Um. I think I think they'll get it wouldn't surprise me if there's been sort of a gentleman's agreement behind the scenes that he'll give them one more season and then he'll go with their blessing. Because yeah. I don't think, well, he's not out of contract, so it's not as if they're going to lose him for nothing.
1: I just um, think the, the price tag was quite steep, um, but it has it won't put people off buying them. No, I don't think it will. Everton, not for what he gives you.
0: To them, they? So. I yeah, th- that was, think... was that was strange for me. Yeah, I would, I, I, would I, I, have, pers- I would have been surprised if he'd gone to Everton.
1: Yeah, I personally don't think he would have gone to Everton. I think he wants your top six club, if not yeah, in another, you know. Indus but that may be Everton.
0: Europe. That may they've spent th- th- these these two are polar opposites. Everton have spent a lot of money. I really like Musa Keen from Juventus. Yeah, I think, I think yeah. thirty-five million, for, considering they paid like touching forty for a any... From, from Arsenal, Keane for 35, he's he's a quality signing.
1: Any football manager fans out there will know how good Keane is on the game. So <laughs> he's
0: I mean he went through a stage where like he was scoring every game for Juventus and for Italy, so he's a really, really? good signing. Um so that's the Premier League done. So one one game down, Chelsea are second to bottom. Uh And long may it continue. Hey, Chris. Uh, And usual suspects at the top. So, yeah, that's it for the Premier League review. So coming up, we've got the EFL review uh, coming up in part two. Hello and welcome back to part two of View from the Sideline podcast. Uh, coming up in this section, we've got the EFL review, uh, so that's Championship, League One, and League Two. Uh, because of our our now mutual love for Yeovil, I would say, Chris. After I think you've converted me, uh, we have got a Yeovil watch. So we will let you know how they've been faring in the National League. Uh, They are actually playing tonight. I think it may just have finished, but uh, Chris Chris will give us an update on Yeovil. Uh, We've got uh, just a brief summary of the predictions challenge because that's back this year. So we're we're one week down. So we've had the results in for that. Then we've got our brand new feature, uh, which is for Chris, which is called... (laughs) (laughs) we've named it today i've named it actually yeah so chris is going to give us his his stat or stats of the weekend in the wonder of white section so he's going to um he's going to blow our blow our minds with uh some some football statting of the weekend and then we've got the teaser answers so um i'll pick up the championship review so two games in uh Sheffield Wednesday and Charlton are the early leaders, so both have got a maximum six points from their first two games. So Charlton obviously coming up yeah, from yeah. League One last Not year. Bad, so
1: the Sheffield Decent Wednesday start. they
0: even another manager. So yeah, he's temporary. I think he must be temporary. Yeah. Uh so Sheffield Wednesday they beat another promoted side in a Yorkshire derby. They beat Barnsley 2-0. Charlton beat Stoke 2-1. Uh, both games on Saturday, which was which was a decent result for Charlton. Leeds, QPR, West Brom and Derby, they make up the rest of the top six. They're all on four points. Uh, and there's three teams at the bottom who are yet to register a point from their first two games, with Reading, Stoke and Blackburn currently occupying the relegation places. But uh, this will obviously all change. The championship, as ever, is uh, is going to be hard to predict. I actually... I personally fancy Cardiff and Fulham. I think they're pretty well equipped to try and mount a promotion challenge to go back up. And then I think you'll have the usual suspects like Leeds and Derby. Uh, so it'll be... I've actually started taking a closer look at Leeds since Spurs signed Jack Clark. Um, so we'll see how they get on. Um, in League One, we've got three teams at the top with 100% record. Blackpool are top if someone had said that six months ago well, maybe even three or four months ago i don't think we would have believed it but fair play to blackpool they've completely turned it around new owners um high on confidence they're doing really well lincoln are second and fleetwood are in third there's five other teams who have yet to lose so you've got wickham rochdale ipswich oxford and coventry they're all on four points um bit of a turnaround for Ipswich I remember pretty much every week last year in the championship review we were did saying actually lost. Say they lost <laughs> <laughs> no I don't, think, I don't think we did um, so yes a, a good change in fortune for Ipswich fans at the bottom I think there's going to be a bit of a theme as we sort of go through this season and on the podcast because we've obviously got Berry and Bolton um, at the bottom from I, I don't think it matters what What football team you support you never want to see clubs in in the position that those two are in at the moment um especially with the money that's being thrown around sort of at the top level level of english and sort of european football it's i know
1: Bury they've they've sorted it out haven't they they're allowed to yeah i I think i think they have but i mean they
0: they so they they haven't fulfilled either of the first two fixtures but I think they've been postponed, so they haven't been abandoned or anything. Yeah, so I still, no. I think they will be played. Um, and Bolton at the weekend, I mean, their average, their average age of the squad, their match day squad was 19, which is pretty Kelsey. crazy, really. You can't for... win anything with kids. <laughs> well, exactly. <laughs> uh, so Berry are still on the automatic 12 point deduction. So they haven't moved. Bolton, after that point against Coventry at the weekend, are on minus 11. Um, there's five other teams who are yet to pick up a point from the first two games. So, I mean, even that Bolton, the, the four victories behind to start with. So it's going to be difficult. Um, the, 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 so again, with the championship, usual suspects for me in this one, so Pompey Sunderland will be there or thereabouts. And I, I think Ipswich probably will be. I I like the look of Lincoln. I think what they've done in sort of cup runs over the last couple of season and getting promotion, I think they'll do pretty well this year. Uh, So Chris, you want to take us through league two and then Yeovil Watch? Yes. So uh, league two. Uh,
1: So only two teams. um, So only two games played for obviously each team so far. Um, and Plymouth, Swindon and Exeter are the only teams who have won both their games in the league. And they're all pretty southerly teams as well, which is good to see. Um, Plymouth and Exeter both won 1-0 at the weekend. And Swindon beat Carlisle 3-2. Forest Green, Grimsby and Walsall are the other three undefeated sides. They're all on four points. All three teams actually drew one all at the weekend. Um Newly relegated Scunthorpe are bottom. They've lost both their games and they suffered a heavy defeat to Cheltenham at the weekend by four goals to one. And only other two the two other sides who've yet to register a point are Stevenage and Oldham. So yeah, so so far, um Plymouth, I, I, I fancy Plymouth in that league. I don't, they've just come down. Um so I think I think they'll be fine and they'll go up ex uh, uh been in and about the promotion last couple of seasons, missed out last season. Um so yeah. Um and
0: Yoverwatch. Yeah I'm just I was just checking their score. so okay, Probably worth pointing just quickly, um not National League but Celtic have been knocked out of the Champions League. Uh so they've lost four good three on, tonight. Huh? Yes, they've lost four three to Cluj at home. Porto, uh, a,
1: oh Porto have got two back against Crasendor. So, yeah, and that's, that was time. one all first leg. Yeah, but yes, as was
0: Celtic. Up. So Celtic have gone out five four oh, on aggregate, dare. which is not not great news for them. Sorry, Chris. That's all right.
1: Do you put you overwatch on the sideline, are you? No, uh, how anyway. dare I? <laughs> 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 so um, so yeah, so far um. So far so good I would say for you so far obviously massive changes um, in the summer um, the ownership part of it's still not sorted out although apparently it's coming so yep so they've um, so we they've already played well three games but now they've played four games because they played this evening they beat FC this evening by three goals to one. Yeah, um, so yes, but FC actually haven't won a game this season, so it's probably one of the easy games they're going to get.
0: You can only beat what's put in front of you, exactly. Don't, um, don't, <laughs> don't dole down the 3 1 victory. So they started off the season against Barnet, um,
1: that ended in a 1 0 defeat, um, and then a good win against Eastleigh last Tuesday, um, followed by a 1 0 home draw against Stockport the weekend, um. Stockport scoring quite late in that one. Um they were twelfth but they've moved up into the playoffs now, so yeah, go, going up.
0: Football league. Football league here we come.
1: Yeah, but a, a long, long season ahead for for, for all them. Um, but positive. Yeah, good a good, posi- a, a I, good I think, start, I think. Yeah, I I, 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 I agree. A lot were worried that they'd you know, slip up and you know, they they have signed some Good players for that league as well, so uh, you know they're well equipped. Um But so drop, yeah, well, drop,
0: uh, dropping out the football leagues never a, never an easy thing. So I think they've no. got off to a pretty positive start. But we will keep and uh, yeah, and on Saturday they're playing Barrow and and they're on
1: TV on BT Sport on Saturday. You know, you wouldn't get that in League Two, so you
0: would not. There you, go, look. you would not. I'd encourage everybody to watch. But so <laughs> we will. We'll be keeping a close eye on Yeovil, so each, every week we'll be uh, we'll be giving an update because they're kind of kind of we've almost adopted them, I would say. Well, I've here, so I've well there out. you go. Yeah. So, so I've I've been converted.
1: Um, <laughs> so, just, just,
0: just move to the other <laughs> set. Just before we go on to predictions, obviously it's the first round of the EFL Cup tonight. So I'm just I'm just going to give you some selected results. So. Wimbledon, MK Dons tonight. I didn't realise that. Um, but MK Dons have just gone through on penalties. Uh, so, They've beaten Blackpool on penalties. Uh, so they're never a decent start to the season, Macclesfield. Um, Coventry have gone through 4-1 against Exeter. Ipswich, we were just bigging them up, but they've fallen to a 3-1 defeat to Luton. Huddersfield are out. So Huddersfield are out after losing 1-0 at home to Lincoln, which I think is probably a bit of an upset. Plymouth, Chris, 2-0, winners over Lake Orient. Yeah. QPR have just beaten Bristol City on penalties. Leeds, 3-0, winners over Salford. Bolton, they went fell to a 5-2 defeat against Rochdale. Uh Millwall two one up against West Brom deep into stoppage time, so it looks like West Brom may be heading up, but I think Charlie Austin scored for them tonight. Um Derby have beaten Scumthorpe and Stoke have beaten Wigan, they're probably the the sort of main matches. So uh we move on to predictions. So last year's winner Jamie was uh our first first guest this week, almost like a it's a bit like the charity shield isn't it he's sort of like you paraded paraded the trophy before before the predictions. yeah you (laughs) you win it and then you sort of come back for the first the first um go the next season so we have we have slightly changed it and i think it's i think it's worked out pretty well really because we've got we've got scores that we never had last week so chris won so he got 19 19 points I was second with 15 and Jamie was third with 11 obviously as the season goes on mine and Chris's scores become averages so doesn't really mean a lot at the moment but uh, Jamie did scoop the five point bonus from the golden goal match which was good so the first goal to be scored out of the six matches I don't don't think 11 is going to be enough well you don't know you don't know yeah, if we I, got the tweet. I don't, I don't think it will be he's doing Lewis. The Lewis. Lewis, but I did just, it, if if Lewis does beat Jamie, that would be the first time in God like, f- be like thirty odd rounds that someone's actually beaten him because he was ja- top Jamie's for so long defated, last year.
1: Yeah, he has a lot. He's um, come up against everyone.
0: Well, that's it. Serves him right, really, for saying West Ham, Man City would be a draw um well yeah so yeah lewis is up this week so we'll be getting his predictions out um on our social media channels in the next day or so um so yeah so that's predictions challenge i almost feel we need a drum roll for this bit chris we need to get a jingle sorted for your the wonder of white hit us hit us with your stats chris hit you some stats uh, y- not know, too I've... many, not too yeah, many. Yeah. Don't don't the feature on its on its debut. <laughs> uh.
1: So, so here are some stats that I've pulled out for this weekend. Uh, so Manchester United have never lost a Premier League match at Old Trafford in which they have led at half that's, so, that's, that's Yeah, that's nearly 300 games. That is as well.
0: So when, whenever they've been leading at half time at Old Trafford, Traff- they've it, never it, lost. Never lost. No. That's crazy. Good that's one. Good. This yeah. is this is a good feature, Chris. Yeah. Uh,
1: happy, happy Garcia is the first Watford manager in seven seasons to end one season and still be in charge at the start
0: of the next. I can't take credit
1: for that one. That was you that gave me that
0: one. That's that's just no. This is the wonder of white. <laughs> <laughs> Um, that that's a mad stat. Yeah. So that's crazy. But fair play to him.
1: Yeah, Jack Grealish's losing streak sits at 19 straight Premier League games.
0: He's doing well. Ouch. Yeah, so who, who does that remind you of? Gareth Bale. I think he went mid, m- at least early 20s with Spurs, where he was not on the winning side in the Premier League. So he turned out all right. Don't start Grealish. That would be my. Uh, it's because he wears those silly socks. Oh, no, but yeah, he looks cool, that? though. He looks cool. Really? Uh, yeah, I think I think he looks like a dude, mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, he, right. um, yeah, it, I really wanted him okay. to go to Spurs. But there All you right. go. Last, never mind.
1: Last but not least, Raheem Sterling's hat-trick on Saturday was the first opening day hat-trick in the Premier League since 2011.
0: And Can you tell that... me? Who it was? No, I was—I was, I was going to say. Did, uh, I got a feeling it was Shearer against Palace. It was not Shearer. Uh, Didier Drogba. Oh, there you go. There you go. There you go. There yeah, and we'll start it out now. Chris, that was some. That was some quality stats there. And a, a feature I think we'll more, keep. So you, more to you, come. you 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 better get researching for uh, yeah, next I'm week. Don't
1: worry, I've. You know there'll be plenty more next week.
0: We are we are truly spo- Rit. Rit. <laughs> We're spoiling our listeners. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Okay. So teaser answer i just right li-
1: literally i can't get brazil out of my head but
0: ain't brazil well i, I just my process of deduction because i have been thinking about this while you've been talking i have also been listening to you is i don't think you can rule out any of the other home nations because if i think of any player that's played in a national team for like scotland Ireland, Wales, League or Northern yeah. Ireland over the last sort of fifteen odd years. Apart from the the, the odd few, they've probably all been Premier League players. But
1: Fran- France is, is got to be a big one because Arsenal have uh, just kept <laughs> in in the two thousands. Arsenal well, just single handedly. Yeah. That's a uh, yeah.
0: in how many Ch- Chelsea? Have? Chelsea have as well. They've been quite heavy on on French. France? United, Barthez Blanc. Um, it's difficult. Okay, so let let let, let right so uh, this year we are putting a timer on it, otherwise, it would just be almost silence with, with Chris and I just thinking. So, I'm I'm gonna narrow mine down to the home nations, Spain and France. So, there's my six. Are, we, are you adding any more to that, or are you happy with that? Uh, and then no, we're, just, we're just gonna have to take a, a, a punt from there. Because I don't know, I don't know I'd, the answer. I'm saying say France. You're saying France. Yeah. Okay. As your stats were so good, I'm going to let you. I'm going to let you pull rank on this. one. I would have gone Scotland, but I will let you have France. Um. Are you on the the Google? Yes. France was second. France is second.
1: Yeah. Who's first? Espanol. Is it really? Spain, yes, because the question was outside of the UK. Oh, uh, yeah. that teaches uh, me for
0: not listening. Holland
1: is third, Belgium fourth, and well, Republic of Ireland was fifth. Um, so yeah, Brazil. Uh, uh, there's been more players than in Argentina than than Brazil. Senegal, they're up there.
0: Well, as El (laughs) Hajjouf. That's one. I don't know how. I
1: don't know how many
0: they've provided.
1: Um, There's there's quite an extensive list here, but there's not any others that I would say
0: I'm not shocked about. A Congo. Right. I'm I'm sorry, Chris. We're going to have to. Where are you getting your your information from? Because I'm seeing one as France. Uh, Daily Mail two of Scotland oh we've got conflicting information here the The Irish independent are reporting that it's france we need we need to, We need to get on the phone to pete We're gonna how, many to... It, how many how many is france set on yours then one hundred and ninety one uh. and it's put in Spain fifth with a hundred and five So nearly Nearly half. I reckon your source might be correct. Then. Are you are you dissing the Daily Mail? Right. We need to move on. We, we need to we need to take this off air. Um. We we're, we're gonna have to confirm. We're gonna have to we're gonna have to get a. Well, it's Pete's teaser. A uh, Pete's answer is is what we go with. Right. Okay. So th- that's it for next week. Um. Hopefully. Pete will ask us a question that is easy to, to Google to get the answer next week. Okay. So yes, yeah, so that's episode one of season two all wrapped up. So, um, thanks for listening. If you want to know anything more about the podcast, you can go onto our social media channels. So we're on Facebook, uh, we're on Twitter and we're on Instagram. um, just a massive thanks to everyone who's supporting us because we've actually kept a decent, if not increased following over the summer, bearing in mind, we haven't been doing any podcasts. Mm. Um So that's, that's great. We're getting a lot of involvement um from everyone out there. So yeah, please continue to listen. Give us a like feedback, uh subscribe on YouTube. Anything from you, Chris? It's the podcast birthday next week. It is. Yeah. Happy birthday to us. I'm going to buy the cake. Maybe you'll win the yeah. uh, Super Cup. That'd be a nice present. Oh, yeah, tomorrow night, yeah. 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 Do, uh, if we win the Super
1: Cup, does that mean we are the technically the best team in Europe? I'm going to take I, I, it that
0: it means that. Nah, yeah, yeah, I'd I'd fight, I yeah, that. I don't think you'll win. But Anyway, Liverpool will I, be the best I, team in Europe. Right, okay, that's it from us this week. So See you later. We'll speak to you next week. Bye bye.